okay? <laughs> what do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> and we're back. And we're back with the BS. This episode is called Filtered Perfection. Um, I think the reason behind this episode more so, I'm going to get into the the Twitter news and then it'll kind of lead into why I called it Filtered Perfection. Mm -hmm. um, I seen this guy that said, I'm loving the rebrand of Black China. She has my support. I'm here for anyone that wants to be a better them. It's never too late. So for those that don't know, um, Black China is, I don't know if I want to call it a rebrand, but I guess since she's a celebrity, that's what they're calling it. Like she's going and she's getting her filters. I guess it's called taking out. I don't know the technical term for it. Getting them dissolved. She got them removed. Um, And then she's getting like her BBL reduced and all that extra stuff because I don't know what the term for that is either. Well, she said she went on her video and said it's not a BBL because some I said the era of the BBLs. Mm -hmm. It's not a BBL. OK, so she also said it's not a BBL. She got her silicone removed from her butt. Oh, OK. Well, I'm here for it. And I thought I like that she's actually taking the time to document everything and showing her processes and her procedures of like exactly what to expect while you're doing it, what's going on, like. But and she ex and she explained why she's doing it. Mm -hmm. It can it can kill you mm -hmm. if things go wrong. So yeah. And I've seen a few more celebrities talking about that. I think wasn't the first person that was documenting it. Um, who was the first person? That, is her name Keisha something? Damn, I can't think of the girl name. Mm, Keisha Cure. Mm mm. mm -hmm. Her face is in my head. I can't think of her name, but I'll think about it later. I think she was the first person to do it, but hers were done back when people were getting the injections, like the ass shots. Mm, one minute in. The That's okay. Shots. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she she was more so, uh, she had a show about it and everything. I can't remember who it was called. And she had people on there talking about their journeys when they were getting their BBLs and their um, kitchen shots and all that. But long story short, I say all that to say that her mom ended up basically calling everybody idiots for supporting Black China. Mom? Black China's mom. Oh, that was a horrible... Did you see the video? I did. And that, that brings me back to our, our previous episode, Why Mothers Hate Their Daughters. That is the most... And I'm about to curse because this is warranted. That is the most hating-ass bitch shit you could ever do. Get online and, and disrespect your child. And, and then for no reason, it's like... Black China didn't get on and I see what Black China is going through. I don't I have rarely been on social media mm -hmm. last month. Right. So I get on. I see that. And so um, I see that she's going through her healing journey, which we've been talking about healing for the last year. So, of course, you know, I clicked with that. And then I see that her mom is just like, oh, this bitch talking about she healed. This bitch talking about she da, da, da. And And I'm just like. You're the reason she did all this. If you look at it, it comes full circle. Like, how could you come up here and and just first of all, you have no I don't know who tunes into Tokyo. Is that her name? Tokyo. Tokyo Tony. 
whoever she used to be a baddie back in the day too she used to be a stripper she used to be so what's crazy is you know how you said everything comes back full Uh circle it's she's I don't know who decided to interview Tokyo Tony, but they did. And they basically, she sat down and she explained how she got pregnant with Black China. Mm-hmm. She said she got pregnant by this guy that was like, let's say she, I think she was 16. The guy was like, let's say 39 or something like that or 40. And he was married and they lived right across the street from, she lived across the street from him and his wife and all that. So as she was explaining Mm -hmm. it, she was just like, well, I'm the dumb bitch because I sat there and I opened up my legs and I did it. She took accountability for being 16 years old and getting pregnant by a man that was well into his adult years. And I think that that is so fucked up because that just goes to show that. Her mom still don't even understand. You got sexually assaulted slash rape. Trigger warning. Um, she said that before that. But you got sexually assaulted and you still at from 16 years old all the way up into your old ass age now think that you should have took the fault for what that grown ass man did to you. She never. And I think that goes to I agree with you. She didn't. She hasn't surrounded herself by the positive, right people. Mm-hmm. Um, she never got the healing that she needed. And so she's carried that trauma over. And I feel like she doesn't mm. realize she's put that into black China in more ways than one. One, when there's nothing wrong with being a stripper, get it how you live. But when you come from a when you're stripping and then your life is also upside down, I think that's a lot of trauma. And then you bring your child into that lifestyle and then you talk to her like this publicly. I can only imagine what you say behind closed doors, all the text messages and then what you probably pour into her grandchildren. If I mean, to your grandchildren, if you're allowed to see them like I, that's just. I don't know. Like, I I would just I was I was thinking like, damn, I would just block her. But when your mom is famous as well, you can block her all you want. She's going to show up on your timeline because I think that shit sucks. And they made it where you can't at Black China because I was like trying to click on it. And then I had to go like search her or whatever. And I was like, dang, imagine being where you can't at somebody. But then they still screen record you and your mama and put you on social media like the major outlets. You can't outrun that. So what do you do? You just got to heal within yourself. And I love Angela White. I, do I too. love this version of her because she's a beautiful woman. And it's it's like she had to go be extra so that she could fulfill her mom's dreams. Or, or And I'm, I'm glad that when it comes to black China and her mom, a lot of people are like, you know, black people love to say, well, that's still your mom at the end of the day. You're supposed to love her. I'm so glad that a lot of people are fuck. seeing exactly how toxic. Thank God for her being able to record herself and show mm-hmm. the world how toxic she is. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's I think it's eye opening for other people that do go through things like that with their parents. And it's like, yeah, you want to be there for your parents. You want to do the healing. You want to say, you know what? At the end of the day, I am going to say that I forgive you, but I don't have to love you and I don't have to care for you like you think I should. Because look at how you do me. Mm -hmm. As many times as I say, okay, I I accept your apology or whatever. Her mom literally goes on there and records and and um, anybody that talks about black China, she's in the comments. Anybody that does anything to says anything about her daughter she's there like how do you outrun that for you not to like me you show me in my business her biggest hater is her mom it be on people that's wild i would hate look with 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 family like that who needs enemies who that's wild that is sad that is and i pour my heart out to Black China, mm-hmm. like she's done a lot of toxic things as we've seen, right? But I think at the end of the day, me saying all of that, it's like, damn, I see why. But I was, I was leading into that. Like, you wonder what's going mm-hmm. on. You're like, oh, this makes sense. In yep. this era, and this, I can only 
sympathize or empathize with her at this big age. Yeah. Years ago, I'd have been like, all them hoes fucked up. Now I'm like, I get it. And mm-hmm. I, I see you because we talked about being feeling seen. And uh, that is wild. Oh, my gosh. But kudos to her. She looks good. Uh, I'm glad that she got that stuff removed. And so when it does Ooh. come to the, I, we going to keep calling it a BBL. Sorry, y'all. We putting <laughs> all y'all under that umbrella. Why do you think so many celebrities now are getting that? What is your, what is your thoughts on that? Getting it, getting getting it removed now, like going through the process of taking out the lip fillers or just letting them dissolve, not doing it anymore. I'm going to see, you know, you're not going to like this. Now, I would love to hear your perspective on it. Because the Kardashians started doing it first. Oh. Card- what about last year? I think Kim showed up when she started dating that white boy after Kanye. No, Pete Davidson, right? The white boy. The white boy. Yeah. She had smaller boobs. She got her hips reduced. And then Chloe, because y'all know Chloe always is infamous for that fake ass. She got it removed. And then I saw on Twitter the era of the BBL is done. And then I was like, ooh, wait. I think I tweeted it, but nobody, I'm private, so nobody responded to it. But I was like, oh, now we're about to see a lot of celebrities get their stuff redone. Lo and behold, it is now low budget and ghetto to have a BBL. I, that's what I was going to say. I mm-hmm. think now that everybody is doing it and it's becoming more, I, I would say, accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, I don't want this anymore because not everybody. Lo- everybody looks the same. Mm-hmm. I can say that whenever yeah. I see if I was to see right now, walk down the street and see Lori Harvey. Well, she's a beautiful woman, but I would see four or five more Lori Harveys behind her. Mm-hmm. And not to say that they all look exactly the same, but goddamn, y'all all look the same. Same baby, the same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks the same. Mm-hmm. Filtered perfection. And Everybody looks like that filter. Uh, I don't even know what they call Mo or baby doll or whatever. Like it, the yeah. the lit, the puffy pout look with the eyes that look yeah. like this deer in the headlock. I don't want to look like that. <laughs> but you know what? Alicia Keys, I give her a lot of kudos because I remember her being one of the first celebrities to stop wearing makeup um, and to stop doing filters. So anytime you look at her videos and stuff, now there's no filters, there's no makeup, but there's let's nothing. let's just say this about Alicia. Alicia has always been gorgeous since she came out. If it was a regular ugly bitch, she would have just, the show got canceled. But I will say this too. I think when it comes to filters, sometimes you... Forget what you really look like without a filter no, because true. you see so many of your imperfections. So as beautiful as we think Alicia looks, mm-hmm. I don't know how Alicia feels about how she looks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how any woman feels about how she looks because I can look at myself right now in the mirror and be like, OK, Toy, you look cute. You look rejuvenated and fresh. Uh-huh. And then when I see myself on this screen on Tuesday, I'll be like, "Ooh, it looks different. Mm. You know? Well, I mean, I'm saying well, with my comments about Alicia Keys, regardless of what she thinks, mm-hmm. like people will still tune in because she's Alicia Keys because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, like, she's my Women Crush Wednesday when I was 10 or some shit like that, right? Whereas if it was, I'm not even going to pull another celebrity down who chose that route, mm-hmm. they would have been like, ugh. I think this this social media era makes it so hard, though, for anybody to still, regardless of how beautiful you look. Mm-hmm. I see, Who did I see? Um freaking Ashanti. Mm -hmm. She'll post a picture right now looking beautiful, but somebody will tear her apart for her feet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the type of shit that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. As beautiful as a a celebrity or anybody may look, Mm -hmm. in this social media era where everybody's supposed to look like perfection, you can't have one damn damn thing wrong with you. What did uh, Khloe Kardashian, she, um, I think Tristan, somebody posted an unfiltered picture of her. I seen that. She was livid. And and I don't know who did it, but it was a whole thing like, wait until I I Photoshop it or whatever because you don't know my life and like these comments and stuff like that. And I was just like... That sucks. That that, really sucks. It does suck to live under that that lifestyle. But I feel like they choose that at the same time because 
We ain't seen Rob Kardashian in 20 years. But I will say, too, I don't think that let's let's go. We ain't seen Beyonce. Let's go into. But she stays off of social media. I give her that. But still, even with Beyonce, she still as a creative puts out there these videos. She Mm -hmm. puts her music out. She puts out her picture. She puts out everything. And I think she makes it a point to not get on social media because Mm -hmm. you can't dismiss backlash. Nobody chooses to get on social media and project themselves just to be torn down no i agree that shit sucks but, well i well i don't know so it's like she chose the lifestyle yes she wanted to be a celebrity i mm-hmm. want to be a singer or whatever but i didn't choose for you guys to steal any picture i put out you tear me down yeah that's true like us hopefully we blow up i pray we do but they gonna come for me and that's like you can and it's still gonna hurt my feelings at the end of the day but i also didn't choose that mm. i didn't choose for y'all hoes to talk down on me and be like look at her sitting right there and her fupa and blah 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 well bitch i'm trying <laughs> shit i'm in the gym trying but everybody's running to get lipo everybody's running to get um mm-hmm. all these quick fixes that mm-hmm. when regular people are actually trying and going to the gym or whatever it kind of is like I don't know. That shit kind of sucks. You know, it was wild. This couple went viral for uh, their engagement and the girl was a plus size, beautiful girl, but she was plus size. And people in the comments, I didn't read the comments, but like she came back with a second video and was like, people are like, oh, she's a big girl and got married. She was like, what the fuck does my size got to do with me being happy and being beautiful? I could still be beautiful. I could be happy without, you know, like y'all came at me. Y'all I took this moment and turned it into something else. And I thought that was wild as fuck. And that, that's, that's another reason why I just feel like, you know, the internet has gotten too, um, Allow I don't know. people to get too damn comfortable. People got too many goddamn chips on they on they dip. Too, too much, too much, too much chip on, on your dip. dip. <laughs> too much dip on your chip. Like y'all need to chill the fuck out. Not for real. Doing, doing too much. And, and and but I wanted to bring this up. Like I saw a couple of babies with like these filters on, and I was like, damn, like you don't like the way your kid looks, which means you don't like the way you look because your kid essentially looks like you or the dad. Dog, I don't even think it's that. I think it's because. People, again, on social media have no, nobody's off limits. People will tear your damn kid down these days. But my thing is, uh, again, why post your kid if you feel like that? I know? agree. And then, but I'm like, even then, because I agree, we had this conversation, babies are off limits, right? But unfortunately, in the world of TikTok, you have somebody's raggedy ass child come up and be like, oh, that baby, da, 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 da. And, and it's sad, but I also think it's sad when I see moms or parents put those filters on their babies. It's like, let the baby... Now the baby gonna grow up in 10 years and be like, that ain't me or that's what I used to look like. You know, confused. Like, cause that's not what, the, there's no real pictures of them Hell, out there. That shit, filtered right. perfection. That shit's wild to me. You right. My homegirl sent me some pictures the other day with her baby. I'm sorry. And they all had filters on them from years ago. And I was just like, well, what the baby look like? I was going to say, <laughs> hell, my baby's 11. And, and since she was, I don't know how old, she's been putting filters on herself. But it's just like, that's what comes with Snapchat. Really? But it comes with Snapchat. So oh, she, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just more so her playing with it versus her not looking how she... I'm hoping that's it. Uh-huh. But... Oh. I can only imagine as a 33-year-old, and this is my thoughts, how these babies are going to grow up thinking. The, altered as fuck. And there's yeah. no real... Because, like... um. Somebody said something about I I I post I don't post my kid but like um her hair was wild. Somebody I was on FaceTime with made a comment. I was like, she's in her house. Like I'm not gonna have her ha- look snatched and filtered to perfection every goddamn minute of the day. I'm not gonna manipulate her hair so her edges fall out. She's only nine months. Like the fuck. And then some of y'all can tell y'all don't got no kids. I can just tell y'all don't got no kids because I can. I was at the freaking shoe store with Jordan the other day. Uh huh. She must have picked up every goddamn Team J they had on the wall. Like, Put this shit down, embarrassing me. 
got no damn taste. But I tried to still let my baby be her. You know what I'm saying? She would she since she's been like three, she wanted light up sketchers. Did I buy her some? Yes. Did she leave the house with them? No. But I still allowed her to be her as a kid. Don't nobody want to be running around with no heavy ass Balenciagas, you three. You supposed to put on them the brown bottom shoes that look like little boats. That's baby what... can't even baby your babies are walking zoom in on my feet. Your babies are walk your baby's walking like this. Not because it runs in the family, because you put them big ass Balenciagas on your baby <laughs> since they was a fucking premature ass infant. And you wonder why they can't fucking walk right. Looking stupid. Looking stupid. I'm just knocking you. No, you're not. You never learned how to walk you're properly. You're blessed on knocking me. Boy, just let them kids be kids. Anyway, For real. Let me, go into the, let me go into the next part. Get a little off track here. So... <laughs> Um, there was also this interview with Alexis Sky, and I'm going to play that real quick and get your thoughts on that. Didn't Alexis have the baby with a, a Fetty Wap? Yes. Okay, and their baby is a little... I haven't caught... I don't even remember, to be honest. I remember that stuff was going on. I don't... Something was wrong with her baby. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and the only reason I say that is because it was sad because I remember people coming in the comments for her child as well. Yep. And it's just... It's a sad... It's it's sad. Y'all need to stop. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully y'all don't do it to tune in, but tell somebody, tell somebody, leave them kids alone. <laughs> For real. Hold on one second. It's about this new spiritual journey yeah. that you want. My journey started in December or like November-ish, December-ish, but um, it was just something that I was internally feeling. I just wasn't where I was at in my life. I was unhapy because I was just living in this fast life, this fast pace, mm-hmm. getting fast money, and I just crashed, yeah. you know, and it doesn't even matter what you have. Sometimes you could just be empty in the inside. Mm-hmm. Talk about it now. That's where I was. Like, I had the diamonds, the bags, the cars. Like, and I just still was just like an empty soul. Like, sitting there just, like, confused on what I wanted to do with myself. And um, things just was shutting down. Opportunities were shutting down for me. Like, nothing was just aligning for me. Like, anytime I try to do something, it would just, like, fail. So I'm like... Like, even down to my businesses, I was just like, why is this happening to me? So I think just God wanted my attention and my calling isn't to be um, the sex symbol. That's Alexis Sky. I think because of what happened to me in my past, I think that God wants to use me as a light to other women that are going through, you know, traumatic situations and, you know, whether it's an abusive relationship, whatever it is. I experienced it all. So I think he gave me that platform and grew it bigger to be a voice and to help others and to bring them closer to him. You know, it doesn't mean you have to just become holy and overnight, but it's a transition, you know, and you got to start somewhere. So I think if I'm going to do it the right way, I can't be halfway in. And like, because I tried this last year, I was trying to do my journey and I got scared. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have this saying called faith over fear which is a scripture but that's what I live by because you have to have faith I was living in fear for so many years like well how am I going to make money how am I going to pay my bills how am I going to live this lifestyle how am I going to be able to go buy this new bag and it's been hard I'm not going to lie it's been different it's it's hard yeah. and different because I'm used to a certain lifestyle yeah. and it doesn't mean all of that has to change because I can still live that life. I just want to do it the right way. The people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest Ugly. things mm. from the roads to riches and diamond rings. Um, yeah, that's wild. That is sad that she had oh, not sad. It's it's beautiful to see mm. the journey of the healing and the transformation of who's texting me? Y'all know this is my recording time. <laughs> Justin, get off my goddamn phone. It is beautiful. I, <laughs> I love to hear it and I love to see it. Um, 
one of the things I wanted to talk about after watching this video was how you how we kind of talked about your biggest haters. Mm-hmm. I think that we, as people, we're, we're always preaching about becoming better people, doing better things, evolving, so on and so forth. But when you see people doing it in real time, just because you knew their past or because they were uh, maybe in the spotlight, they always still get condemned. Like, oh, she just she's still a bird. She just going to. I'm like, why do you have to say this in the comments? Like, this is somebody that is choosing to be transparent, trying to let y'all know what she's trying to do because hopefully she inspires somebody else. But it's always got to be that one fucking critic. It's always got to be that one person. It'd like, be the God, people closest damn. to you. Um, I had a friend that we're no longer friends anymore but i remember i was like i'm going through this healing journey da 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 and like i'm in therapy and and, and she just triggered the fuck out of me and so like I shut down and she's like, but I thought you was in, in 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 therapy. I thought you were healing. And I was like, bitch, you about to make me come out of therapy. <laughs> like, I'm trying and you keep pressing the like you don't people don't let you progress. Like, and and what is that tweet out you all that quote you always see? People's version of me in their head is not my responsibility. Cause like I've I've she told you I'm not the sex symbol anymore. And niggas still gonna come at her like, you still let me fuck back in 2022. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I let you fuck this morning. If I consensually don't want to fuck with you no more and I'm a new changed person, leave me the fuck alone. Re-meet me. Who I am today is still not the same person I was yesterday. Mm. It's not the same person I was last month, last mm. year, three years. Nigga, you knew me from high school. I am 33. I saw somebody in 5015 couple of months ago and the last time I saw him was at University of Texas at El Paso when I was 17 and he came and approached me with the same energy from when I was 17 oh you remember that what excuse who hold up somewhere I was like you need to calm down a little bit he's oh man oh now you want to act brand new who first of all who are you I was like I don't even remember you he was like oh remember when we were it was a party and we were and blah 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 Oh, yeah, now I do remember. What's up? Oh, wow. So you just changed 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 33 years old with a child. Have you changed? Why would you expect for me to be still in the same mind frame that I was as a 17 year old and I'm 33? And but I you know, know people can, but goddamn. You know, some people uh, don't evolve. And he, those are what we talked about that the other day. Like there are people at different levels of intellectuality mm -hmm. and uh, wokeness and all that shit. And uh, yeah, when those people right there, you still doing the same shit. You still fucking with. I was thinking about somebody the other day. Oh, hey, you, you got a family now. You still doing the same shit when we was in college. Yeah. You was 25 trying to fuck on 17-year-olds. You're 40 trying to fuck on 17-year-olds still. Like, grow the fuck up. Nathaniel, you are not on spring break. You, you are, are on PTO. Get out of Miami with them goddamn students. For I call HR. <laughs> nah, for real. Grow up. So, yeah, we do got to grow up. I think, you know... <laughs> And it did. It really it really made me like open my eyes like, wow, mm. you are really coming at me like I'm 17. But it also made me realize, too, that sometimes I think I'm to the point now where I'm a meet people where they have me fucked up at. I'm no longer worried about clearing my name on anything. There's going to be people that talked about you from when you were 29 mm -hmm. and they're going to hold on to that version of you. And even though you've done all this, yeah, all this healing <laughs> and all of this, you're on this spiritual journey of a better tailor. 
that person that they tell when they meet you, they're going to already have a predisposed, uh, a preconceived notion about you. Mm-hmm. But it's like until you meet me and you experience me in this moment, you ain't going to know who the hell I am versus how somebody else met me because I met them where they had me fucked up. And you don't know what version of me they met because of how they treated me. What is that tweet? It said uh, some people are going to talk bad about me. Some people going to talk good about me. Believe both of them. Yeah. Because you who who you get, who Toya gets is not the same person who John gets. Like Absolutely. totally different. Absolutely, and it's not no shade to anybody. Like it's just I, I, like you said, where you had me fucked up at. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to you accordingly. I'm gonna come to you at your level. Like there's uh, people I turn, I will turn the fuck up with Toya. I'm not turning up with everybody. That is not Mm -hmm. you're not my friend, right? Absolutely, and here or there, but yeah. Trans- transparency wise and everything I think just like how you can meet one person at a, in a social setting and you guys click and y'all become cool I'm about to ease into this friendship I don't know you like that I'm not about to tell you my deepest darkest secrets and you can tell me yours mm-hmm. but that's what, that's your prerogative Bobby Brown I'm not finna sit here and tell you my deepest darkest secrets because I don't know you like that yet like and I've learned and especially with this podcast we meet so many influencers they're like oh yeah let's hang out and I'll be like okay when we go out I, we hang out you're not coming to my house mm-hmm. you're not we, we not texting every day like no because I feel like people you you get a certain version of me and you don't deserve the whatever version I get at home with the Mm. good the bad the ugly like that is my personal piece right there and you're not gonna get it so yes if somebody said in five years when we're like untouchable yeah Taylor and Toya was always mean to me we were You was and doing something stupid. And what, tell them about, about what you did. Look, when you tell them about me, you tell them about what you did too. So now they be like, oh, I see why Toya cussed you out. Like, people always forget that part. They be like, oh man, every time I see Toya, she cussed me out. Well, and what do. the fuck did you do? And I, do. I promise y'all I'm just walking around cussing everybody out. Yeah. Who, ha- who has the energy and the time of day to walk around cussing everybody out for no goddamn reason? I'm not a person no. that projects either. So if I'm not having a good day, I'm probably not even going to leave my house because I'm not going to walk around shitting on everybody else's day. Now, mm. however, if I am not having a good day and I happen to be heading to HB, I'm going to have my headphones in. I'm on my own little bubble. And if, and you, if you happen to, to come in front of me and flag me down and ask me a stupid ass question how's the podcast going did you tune in or hey do you know what a toothpaste is <laughs> do i got on a red fucking polo shirt do i like fucking work here look up bitch it says toothpaste ho and i'm gonna keep on walking off because you ain't have to ask me that anywho the last who, who asked you what a toothpaste was i'm just curious <laughs> transparent people I mean, not transparent. What? Uh, the, yeah. the, 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 these, these people. Yeah, them. <laughs> okay, so there was another one. Okay, so I <sighs> honestly have never been the biggest fan of B. Simone just because mm-hmm. I just, I didn't really care for her. But I did see this video with Time her out. too. What, mm-hmm. what is this? Because we draw our makeup on, right? And she has makeup on all the time. Why is her eyebrow got that fucking slash? You know, some people either, some people have gotten like a cut or surgery and stuff. And I know they have that slash. I don't know if hers is like made up or not. Because I remember they used to do that in high school. They put the little. Well, no, but we like 30, in our 30s now. And they put makeup on. So like you literally draw over your, you skip that slash. Well, the same way we had Jazz on here. And now she don't cover up her, her uh, vitiligo. So. True. Maybe she just wants to show it, and that's why I ask because I'm, I'm, I've been mm-hmm. every time I look at, it, I'm like, 
What's going on? Okay. Uh, hell, I don't know, girl. But she's going through something too, like a, a spiritual journey. She's uh was losing a lot of weight. She was on her health kick, which I did. I you support. see that on Wild Wildin' Out? He was like, "How you lose so much weight and still look the same?" Like <laughs> to her. Oh, and they my was roasting each God. other. No, I did not see that. <laughs> I think she posted it. That's the only reason I'm bringing it back up. <laughs> but she was like, damn, that was good. <laughs> she probably went, womp, 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 put her head down. Okay, oh, okay. Let me, let me I think people don't expect you to evolve because I feel like most people don't. People still want me to be that same person, and I'm different. I shouldn't be the same person that I was when I was 26, right. when I was 25. I'm 32 now, right. and hopefully I'm not the same person when I'm 33, 34. I think it's a good thing. It's a great thing. And the, the right people will gravitate towards this new B or evolved B, whatever, you know. Like I said, I'm still the same person, but it's, it's parts of me that have changed right. for the better. Love that. I love it. It's parts of me that have changed so for question, the better. So question, I'm going to ask you this, because you always say, I'm not a fan of her since she plagiarized. Um, yeah, not at all. Even, like, though she's rebranding herself? Um, I like what she's doing, but... Would I tune in probably a little more? Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the type of stuff that she talked about. I'll say that. Mm. Like there's certain people on podcasts and I, okay, let me use us as an example. I feel like we have a pretty good balance because when we got on here, this was our way to not have to, you know, not have to necessarily be serious all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we can make light of certain serious situations or get on here sometimes and just bullshit and talk about whatever or just vent. Mm -hmm. That is what we chose to do with this platform. Um, I don't tune into certain people's platforms that just get on there and talk about, well, 50-50 and what does a man bring to mm -hmm. the table and did all the day, every episode. Yeah. You're just talking about the same shit over and over and over. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about no <laughs> solutions, no perspective driven conversation, nothing. It's just mm -hmm. a bunch of, the whole shit is just Twitter. I could, I could scroll on Twitter or TikTok yeah. and watch this. Yeah. Um, and I think when she first started, that more so was like what she was talking like. It was just mm -hmm. nothing. But now, so now she has more, um, Shit with a little substance. more weight. Yeah, more substance. So I, I probably could tune into her now. That's funny. I'm, and I, not to rant, but Joe Budden was like, to be successful in this podcast. And I, kudos to you, because at first I didn't like Joe Budden. And like, I've now grown to him. Like, I've tuned into his stuff. But he was like, to be successful in this, he's like, you got to get past all that 50-50, all that stuff. So I, I feel like you first start out, because even some of our first episodes are kind of cringy. But then, like, you see the evolution of us. And I think that's beautiful. Um, so... But yeah, it's it when people start out, it's just like I'm not tuning into that. Mm -hmm. can, can what are you talking about uh, like other than the same shit every fucking day? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like why am I, I I get it. Like so maybe I will I'll I'll check her. I I did feel like um when I was tuning into some of her stuff initially, I felt like it was just a repeat of what we were saying. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. Um so I have to I see that she's on tonight's conversation now. She's on a new platform and so some of the stuff that they talk about is intriguing, which I pull from a lot um, mm -hmm. whenever I think some of the stuff together. Kind of who you put yourself around too says a lot because if, if we get on a, a podcast, if we get invited to a podcast and we're very selective and it's not even to be on some, oh, I'm sorry, I got called an uppity bitch not too long ago because I decided that I didn't 
um, necessarily just want to say, yeah, sure, y'all can come on the podcast. For one, I respect my partner enough to be like, hey, there's this, these these people or this person that wants to come on the podcast. How do you feel about them? And vice versa. Well, I think they expected me to just be off the bat and be like, oh, yeah, y'all can come on. I know I have some questions. What do y'all talk about on y'all's platform? Mm-hmm. Oh, we talk about everything. Well, we don't just talk about it. We ain't gonna sit here and talk about sports. We ain't gonna sit here. We talk about Current, uh, recent, or you know, like what was it called? Current, current events. events, um, relationships, shit like that. Like we we try to be geared with our conversation, and he basically called me an uppity bitch, and I was like, my thing is, if you got your own podcast, <laughs> stay on your own fucking podcast. And I thought about, I thought the same thing. Well, we now nah, you because you can we can help Brian your uh platform. You can help Brian our platform. I'm okay. We good, baby. We good. I was like, I'm okay. And if you need a new place to record, the Creators Guild has a lot of they do, studio they do, space. They do record so, here. They do record here. So call my partner an uppity bitch. That just shows that's not something we're interested in doing business with, you yeah. dumb fuck. But I, I also said that to say this, because you said that now she's on a different like kind of platform or mm-hmm. whatever. I think that it's good that she is on a different platform, because those people probably are rubbing off on her in the right direction. Oh, man. Now, if we get on a, a platform and all y'all talking about is dumb shit. I will tell you. How are we going to grow? I'm tired. And I know we're getting off. But I'm tired of men inviting us to their podcast. And literally when me and Toy go on there, it's rinse and repeat the same shit. What, who's the leader? What do you mm. think about submission? And we're just like, okay, let me dust this off and come back with a good attitude. And I yeah. get that we're exposing ourselves to other people, but we're also repeating the same stuff over and over again. So it's not Toya. It's been me who's been like, I don't want to work with other people until they we have some some really good uh, like conversations or like the you're you're going to expose us to a lot of different people because it's I'm tired of having the same conversations over and over and over again and there's no sustenance the only person I thoroughly and there's only two people I thoroughly enjoy but one I'm gonna name because I feel like she's a whole bag um, honorary member is Delisha mm-hmm. like she Delisha can come on here I like I ain't, I will not show up for three weeks and you, we're still gonna get the same mm-hmm. engagement and I love it because she talks about stuff like from a different perspective it makes you think like she has yeah. thought provoking content and, and that that's part that's what I want people to to, to start provoking content I want people to start bringing to podcasts <laughs> I don't want to just sit here and talk about the same shit yeah I had to I had to block one guy because he ended up like remember I don't know if you saw but he just kept putting paragraphs and paragraphs on, under the comments like well what are y'all bringing why are y'all, are y'all supposed to be doing something for oh, the black community yeah community? yeah Sir, yeah start your own podcast it's not hard it's not but anywho <laughs> Um, there's one more thing that I guess I'll tap into and it was Cheryl Lee she had a video where she gave advice to her 15 year old self Hmm. and she basically spoke on her hair her nose her full lips and says Kardashians will pay thousands to have your lips you will be just fine Hmm. so like she she, if she could go back and and, and I'm gonna do that I'm gonna sit down and write myself a letter to my 15 year old self and I think that that's how I wanna bring out this whole tip do you have I know it's kinda quick if I, I'll think about it, if I could say something to my 15 year old self and this would be my, me giving my 15 year old self a whole tip, I would probably say. Um, be OK with how you look in the mirror. Be okay with the fact that you may not have the biggest breast. You may not have the longest hair. You may not have hair that, because I was raised around a lot of, you know, maybe Hispanics or whatever. So they could do so much with their hair and they would get picked over a lot of black people. Um, Be okay with that. It's okay that a man doesn't want to date you because you're black and they pick a Hispanic over you. You'll be just fine. Mm. 
That's a good one. Um, if I and it's crazy, I've been on LinkedIn lately, and like everybody's like writing themselves letters to their younger professionals. Oh wow! Self. It's it. I was getting annoyed, but it's crazy that you you said that. Um, the only thing I think I would definitely tell myself is to not dim your light or dumb yourself down to fit in with people. Mm-hmm. I found myself doing that and started doing it in eighth grade. I had the highest uh, grades. I had the highest uh, test scores. Um, and to fit in with some of my peers, I would start acting dumb. And my mom was like, why are you doing that? Mm. And I was like, I don't want to be the nerd. I don't want to be that. And so throughout my high school career, I started like acting stupid. And I even got to a point where I was trying to make C's and B's. So then when I um, graduated, I still graduated with honors on accident. And then I got into an honors program, came to TSU. And there were people actually who were very intellectual who weren't dumbing themselves down to fit in. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to play catch up mm-hmm. now. And then I was always um, self-conscious about uh, my answers because I was like, damn, I didn't do the reading like I was supposed to. So, like, I I would tell myself at a young age, stop dumbing yourself down because you will you will be OK. And you'll mm-hmm. you'll stop. You'll stop trying to play catch up. So that's my information to my. I guess I feel to yeah, my no tip. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> on that note, bye. bye.